Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now we gotta change 
these lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam show. Turn it up. And nine, ladies and gentlemen, this is Chris Featherstone, Pancakes of Power Slam Show. We are live and living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, baby. Yeah. So uh, without so fans, fans guess, uh, fans choice. Uh, we talked a month and a half ago. Uh, we got a lot on the show tonight. Uh, Action packed show tonight. We got some Royal Rumble stuff. We got a lot of trivia tonight. We got some headlines. But without further ado, remember when we had a conversation about a month and a half ago with this person, and he said his birthday is January 30th, and I said, you know what? We're going to bring you back on for the show. And he said, all right, let's do it. And we're going to do it, and we're going to do it right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this person last last on the PNP Year and Awards for 2019, he had an award for best guest, best interview, and the most shocking moment with the story with Carrie uh, Von Eric. So he had three awards on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. People are ready. Daniel's ready. Elvis is ready. Antoine Mo is ready. Uh, and uh, Black Bart, ladies and gentlemen, is one of uh, Antoine's favorite guests. Uh, and Elvis, thank you, man. Happy birthday to my kiddo, my uh, sec- my my middle child, my youngest son, Ian. He turned five last Sunday. So thank you for remembering that, Elvis. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, he is Black Bart. How you doing, my friend? Hey, guys. How y'all doing, man? appreciate all the the votes for old Bartski. And uh, I'm I'm beside myself. I don't even even, uh, know what to say. I I just found out. I, I knew I won one, but I didn't realize that I won three different categories or awards or whatever really? but i'm just uh dead gum br- proud that y'all voted for old black bars so we're gonna do today uh as uh, bart and i we uh, ex- uh we discussed so uh it's gonna be a shorter version black bart's always on the show we're gonna have him on again uh, he's got a string of uh, shoot interviews that's uh, that he's been doing. So go check that out with Title Match Wrestling. I'm gonna give them a plug because Bart's my buddy. So I'm gonna uh, appreciate support, that, brother. Support yeah, him yeah, anywhere yeah. it goes. The dead yeah. gum things are uh, looks like they're gonna go viral. That's that's another thing I, that I've got on uh, on my messenger and and uh, all all the fans out there that are viewing them things and enjoying them and. Uh, and, 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 you know, they're, they're messaging me and, and saying, you know, how much they enjoy them and that I'm, I'm honest. I, I try to be honest and I try to be as open as I can about all of it. Uh, you know, there's some things that I won't, they, they certain stories that, uh, 
I'll, I'll tell, but I, I won't. I won't tell the the the, the roughest uh, part of it. Because, you know, I, there, if if you can have a friend in this dead gum business, you know, it it you you have to you have to cherish that 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 friend and that friendship. Yes, sir. And uh, I mean, and I, I love me and Mani, me and maniac Mike Davis was uh friends and mm -hmm. he's passed on mm -hmm. 10 years ago something like that but love him to death brother still love him still love Rock row rpms right there you go brother there you go <laughs> i'm lane and, and maniac mike davis yes sir yes sir my buddy man yeah yeah the rpms back in the day yeah i remember that i remember mike davis and i remember him when he was in global too when he was kind of yeah. like uh uh, insane type of gimmick, maniac. Yeah, the yeah, maniac. He, maniac. He got shot to the moon. Uh, yeah, come back. He, he come back with a moon rock in his hand. Yep, and he, yep. Well, moon rock, moon rock, moon rock. I said, Mike, it's a regular. No, it's a moon rock, moon rock. Just a bad gum rock. Yeah, he he was great. And, uh, me and him made many, many, many trips together. Uh, I can tell you some. Wow. Um, Tommy Lane too, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, the 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 camar there's not no there's no camaraderie of, mm -hmm. of guys like like that nowadays. They they I, I guess I don't know, yeah. but uh, if they are, they don't talk about it. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, yeah. good stuff, it, man. It's uh, and I, and I don't I don't want to take up too much of your time or, or anything like that. But you know. I'm going to get Tony. Uh, I want, can, can I can I say something about Tony? Uh, you called his last name a while ago. Shivani. Yeah. Shivani. Yeah. Tony yeah. Shivani, my good friend in the business. Tony, uh, you're bearing old Black Bart out there, brother. And uh, I'm telling you right now, the stuff, the the jokes that you are making, the the comments that you are saying, you and Bruce. Preachered, which was brother love, and supposedly uh, I was very, very tight with uh, brother love's brother. Uh, uh, but um, maybe, I, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't. I don't know how. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But when you when you poking fun at somebody and you and you and you making joke of somebody that dedicated his life. To, to, to the business and you 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 call me some names on there brother i can't i can't repeat i wouldn't repeat and you and you and you take god's name in vain over and over and over and over and it just makes you look like stupid idiots mm. and that's what you are as far as i'm concerned i had respect for the both of you but now i have no respect for you tony or you, Bruce, Brother Love, y'all, is this, as uh, far as I'm concerned, fell off the map. You fell off the earth at the, at the end when you when you started using them brains. But I just wanted to get that in, Brother brother Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm highly upset, and there's going to be some shoot interviews coming up that's going to uh, singe, it's going to set some stuff on fire, you know. And uh, I, I don't, I don't. Uh, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm sitting here shaking. I'm, I'm so man, rattled. I mean, it's, it hits, it hit me right here. It hit me in right here. 
yeah. right here where this zipper is. It hit me. It hit me hard. Yeah. And Tony, for you, brother, to say the things that you said about Black Bart, the guy that give you free rides, the guy that fed you out on the road when you was trying to become an announcer. Brother, I will never, ever forgive you. I will never, ever forget what you said about Black Bart. Now, that said, I, I, I want to get off of that, brother. That's, That's right, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. You're okay, man. No problem. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Got it out. Oof. My shirt says, "I am free." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brother. I, I, brother, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I, I, I got it runs up and down my spine like a dead gum rattlesnake. Now, I ain't talking about Steve Austin neither. But anyhow, this, uh, we're supposed to do some questions or yeah. Yeah, like get me off this. Yeah, so the plan for the night, guys, for the PMP Nation is to basically what we're going to do tonight. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, want to bring uh, Bart on the show tonight, uh, to celebrate his birthday. Um, I got something for you, Bart, at the end, uh, that'll make you feel real good, man. So, hey, uh, make you make it put a smile on your face. So, I'm gonna save that for the end. All right, All right so what we're gonna do, guys, is uh, we're just I'm going to get a few names. Um, Black Bart's worked with everybody. Uh, any name from the 80s, 90s, uh, any name, Bart has worked with them. So what we're going to do, uh, PMP Nation, is uh, shoot a name out there. Uh, we're going to do about four or five names. Just uh, just shoot a name real quick out there. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and say the name. I'll post the name up, put it on the screen. And he's going to talk about uh, just his time with whoever name you throw out and whatever um, whatever um, experiences that he had with this uh, with this person. So that's what we're going to do tonight, guys. Uh, but before that, uh, shout out to one of uh, the people on the wrench mob, Cole. He says, what's the chances of me meeting you for lunch or dinner one day? I live in Buffalo and Weatherford is just a hop away. <laughs> you want me to? Answer that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I have. I okay. I have uh, a, a grandson that I have, I've had since uh, he was two months old, and I. That's what five days a week. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I take care of him and everything. Seven days a week, twenty four seven is wrapped around him, and to to meet you on another a day other than Thursday. I mean, Thursday, I'm I'm open except I try to do my I try to do my uh, uh, doctor's appointments and stuff like that on Thursday. Uh, on Wednesdays, I have a treatment. It, it's it's for uh, diabetes and it, it's a special treatment that they a new thing going around and I have to spend all day long up there in Fort Worth doing that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, on you want to come out here and meet me at, at 10 top and uh, there's, there's a cafe there and uh, it's about 15 minutes from my house. Uh, on the Thursday, I drive up there and meet and talk to you. Uh, Sounds yeah. good. Well, he'll, uh, uh, I'll, I'll be the middleman between the two. Uh, he'll contact me and I'll contact you. I'll give you a call, Bart, and uh, maybe we can set something up, man. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> coming from that's a long dead gum ride. Yes, in an airplane to BSW <laughs> from Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is, brother. But if you want to talk to me, I'll tell you. Come out here to my house, and I'll talk to you. <laughs> Sounds good. Go out right. guns. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't have to go get something to eat. I got plenty of food here. There you go. But anyway. There you go. All right, I got some names for you, Bart. Nick, the first one from Antoine, Rick Flair. Brother, <laughs> uh, yeah, me and Rick Flair goes back to almost to the beginning of his career. And almost, well, the beginning of, of my career was one of my matches that, that I talk about a lot is with Rick Flair. When they asked, when I, they wanted me to do a job for Flair, I said, Okay, I'll do. You know, I'll, I I did jobs for everybody when I started out. Okay, but brother, they to to get in the ring with Ric Flair as early as and as green as I was, it was uh, how how would you say it was a it was a it was an honor, it was a it was a pleasure. Um, I mean, he's it's a not off, but didn't later in my career as as he he went on he went all the way to a world heavyweight champion i went on to be, become a world heavyweight champion too mm-hmm. maybe not in the biggest arena or jj uh, Dillon put it you want to be a, a small you want to be a small fish in a small pond or you want to be a small fish in a big pond or, you know, how, how, but anyway, Flair become world NWA world heavyweight champion and, and WCW world. Heavy, I become WCCW world heavyweight champion and I held every belt that was offer in the whole realm of things. We did the shoot. We did the interview, the, the not this, the sitcom on TBS, the, the, the Desperados looking for Stan Hansen. Okay, mm-hmm. Stan Hansen with his throat out there. Okay, I don't, I don't, I consider Ric Flair my friend up to that point. Mm-hmm. When that happened, it aired on TBS. It was ninety minute thing, and it aired on Saturday, and it, it, they chopped it up in pieces. It was supposed to be sold to the Fox Network, and and become a sitcom on Fox Network. Mm-hmm. Well, Ric Flair went to Ted Turner and Ted told Ted, Ted Turner, you give them three jabronis, all that TV time, you give you world champion, none. Well, Ric Flair, on every Saturday, he had a 15 to 20-minute segment every Saturday, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Okay? For him to to bury us, me and, and uh, uh, Dutch Mantel and uh, uh, Randy Colley was dead eye dick. And I, I just watched the thing the other day. You can you can watch it you can watch it on that that same YouTube thing that that uh, my shoot interviews on, mm-hmm. uh, or bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they chopped it up and sold and sold it everywhere probably. But uh, Ric Flair had done that, and he just put a knife right here and went like that. All the way across old Bart's throat. But what Randy and and Dutch, they wanted more money. Okay. So they didn't sign their contracts. I wanted 
I, I just wanted to work. I just wanted to be able to feed my family, you know. And by that, you know, bring, I told Jay, bring me my contract, JJ. I'll sign it. Just bring it. I'll sign it. That'll be the end of it. Mm -hmm. I'll work and then <laughs> whatever. And it wasn't a bad one, but it, in, in the way it is today, it don't it, it wouldn't amount to a hill of beans to these guys today, but to me it was good money, and that's that's the only thing that counted. And my good friend Rick Flair is the reason that I had to leave. I mean, he pretty well shook, cut cut my career, probably ten years off of my career. And oh, wow. I forgive him. I forgive him, but I won't forget. And yeah. it's like uh, Bruce Preacher and. Tony, I won't. I, I forgive you, but I won't forget it, brother. I will not ever forget it. So, yeah, that's you know, Barry Wyndham, <sighs> the yellow dog. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I wrestled Barry. I good gravy and Mike Rotundo, me and Bass. Uh, I think we took the, the belts actually off of uh, 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 Barry Wyndham and uh, Mike Davis, and, and because Rotundo was in Japan or someplace, was in the Florida territory, and uh, I, I had I, brother, his daddy, Black Jack Mulligan. Me and him, being Black Jack, had some knockdown, drag outs, and me and Barry had some too. Barry, Barry Fachi now. Yeah. He 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 knocked dust off of you, and don't think he wouldn't. But he was a, <laughs> he was a lot better. Uh, what how can a a, a a looser worker than his daddy? His mm -hmm. daddy just I'm this clubbed you, I'm beat you to death. But Barry, what if if they I rate Barry? You know, Ricky Steamboat is probably the very best. Wrestler that you could get in the ring with, mm -hmm. and taking—I mean, taking care of each other's bodies—and and where you we wrestled, brother, we wrestled twenty times, twenty-five times a week mm -hmm. on TVs on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and we wrestled eight, nine, ten times. Okay, and it, it wasn't—it wasn't nothing. We, we we wanted to take care of our bodies and take care of each other's body. And I rate Barry Wyndham right up there to the top. Nice. Right underneath Ricky Steamboat, right there, right there. Mm -hmm. But he, he he could fight. And he would fight you if he, if he <laughs> wished him off. The one of the worst things I know about Barry is I walked in, me and Bass walked in the dressing room down there. It's in Orlando or somewhere. But dropped her bags down. And Black Jack, I mean, uh, Billy Jack Haynes, was this beating the heck real, real pow, just beating him up, beating him up. Being and Black Jack walked in. I said, man, it's fixing to hit the fan. He was being up. Uh, hit the fan because Jack walked in. He's beating, he's beat, <laughs> Billy Jack is beating up, is beating up Barry. Oh, wow. In the dressing room now. Wow. And, Right, Jack just walked in, put it back down. 
<laughs> you know, Jack Haynes was jolly bad, you know what, brother? He, yeah, he, I heard he was a tough one. Yes, brother, he was bad to the bone. There's nobody yeah. jack with him. Nobody jack with him. Yeah. Including Mulligan, and that shocked me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I heard Billy Jack Haynes was a tough one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, uh, his, and, and his brother was good, very, very good, too. Uh, I can't remember his brother's name, but he was very Kendall. Very, uh, Kendall. Kendall went, yeah, Kendall, mm-hmm. Kendall Wyndham, and uh, very, very, very good, very, very. Good. The territory I'm talking about was ex was one of the best territories to work that I ever worked in in my life. Mm-hmm. All the guys loved each other, took care of each other, and we all made good money. You mm-hmm. know, doing the the the, the gigs. Mm-hmm. You know, we made good money, Tony, doing that. <laughs> you son of a sack of hammerheads. Very <laughs> uh, winner was was great to be around and great to be in the ring with. And just to, as far as as I am concerned, one of the one of the nicest guys that ever come down the pike. Cool. Few more. Uh Manny Fernandez. Ah, uh, my brother. <sighs> boy. Now <laughs> boy, these are <laughs> I done these, you know, you know, Chris, these are following along with my, my shoot interviews. Uh, I wrestled Manny on one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest Starcade. I, I don't, I don't remember what Starcade 80, 85 or 84, I think, uh, in North Fork, Virginia. And, uh, we was at a restaurant. Okay. And I, I didn't, I, I just wrestled him, you know, and, I, and he was a little tough, you know, and, and he was, I heard that he was ex Marine and he, or ex army guy or ex something. And he was supposed to be bad to the bone, brother. Well, I didn't, you know, we had good matches, very good matches. And I enjoyed working with man, but brother, when we wrestled and had a bull rope match and that night staying in the same motel room, Little restaurant, two, three o'clock in the morning. Both been up drinking all night long. Manny is in the restaurant. I'm in the restaurant. There ain't 15 people in there, but they're all sitting around Manny, right? Yeah. I'm over there trying to eat my dead gum, uh, whatever. And I feel food bouncing, pow, hitting old Bart pow, in the back of the head. I said, no, it can't be. It can't be. I turn around, I look. There's old Manning over there with these girls all around this table. And food comes. I turn around. I'm trying to eat. Hit me. Hit no back. Hit no Bart in the back of the head with his food. And uh, I said, uh, Manny, get outside, buddy. Me and you're fixing to go. <laughs> he wow. said. He he said what? Well, the the, the the people in the restaurant are they they're called cops. Well, the cop, me and Manny goes outside, and I said, "Man, what is wrong with you? Them people who's at the matches, they seen us, they seen us fight each other. You think I'm gonna bounce some food off my head in a dead gum restaurant? And I ain't gonna do nothing about it." <laughs> I said, "Man," <laughs> I said, "And here come, here come the cops." Well, when Manny got, he had an audience, so he started. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cop looked at me and said, is there something wrong? I said, no, sir. My room's right over there. I'm going to lay down and go to bed and get up and fly out of here in the morning. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, Manny, 
Mang was a good guy, but he he's a little bit on the weird side. Don't think he ain't. Brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, it looks like uh, 84, Brass Knuckles title. 84, who, who, an 84 Brass Knuckles title? Who'd I wrestle? Manny. That's Manny? 84, yep. Oh, it was a Brass. Oh, okay. That's yeah. it. That's it. NWA Mid-Atlantic Brass Knuckles title. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Starcade 84, the Million Dollar Challenge. Yep. The Greensboro, wow. North Carolina. Uh, all right, uh, let's do two more. Sting. My buddy Sting. When, 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 Sting. You remember, you remember, Chris, when Jim Crockett bought, bought out Louisiana territory? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Sting. Sting was down there wrestling mm-hmm. as Blade Runners with mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior. Yep. Okay. They were in uh, here, here again. They were in like cut off blue jeans. It looked like to me anyway, and, and combat boots. Yeah. And when when we got Sting, it was he was greener than Alp. Um, uh, Ultimate Warrior. Left and come uh, to 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 uh, Texas with uh, Fritz. I think mm-hmm. I think it was, I think it was Fritz at the time. I'm I'm I, I'm I'm I may I may not be absolutely correct on that, but Sting stayed with WCW and 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 Jim Crockett. Yeah, he went. To, yeah, he went to uh, world class. Uh, Warrior was uh, Dingo Warrior. He went with Fritz. Dingo, yeah, Dingo mm-hmm. Warrior. The Dingo, okay, yeah, I'm okay, not. Not the ultimate, but the Dingo Warrior. Well, he was, yeah, he he was the Dingo Warrior, and he became the exactly. Ultimate Warrior in WWE. Yeah. Exactly. I got him. I got him later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got I got Dingo Warrior later. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sting, brother, was one of the 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 bestest guys. To, I mean, he he was a he was a pleasure. He was yes sir and no sir and thank you sir and and how much did this and how much of this and how do I do it like that or do it like this or do it like how do I do just tell me how mm-hmm. and, and they 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 uh, they kind of put him with, with I remember Rick Steiner was in there. Yep. Rick Steiner was like a crowbar. He was a crowbar. He was a he was a he was a, he was a, a collegiate. Wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, but Sting Sting was, and and this is before the paint and before the he you know we're we're built we build him build him build him build him build him. It's another thing that I've done in my career, and I, I the Sting just put it in my put got my memory back. Jim Crockett would buy a territory out, and then he would send. I want to call it the B team, which was me and Maniac Mike Davis and Tommy Lane and 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 uh, Dick Slater, uh, 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 Buzz Sawyer. Mm-hmm. That was the team that he sent in to build the territory up, where he could bring his A team, which was mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair, mm-hmm. and they would come in 
sit in a big building, sell the dead gum thing out and kill it dead or New York Kelsey's, you know what? And then we, the next day we start rebuilding again. You understand? Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's, that was, that's how I made my living. And I was very, very good at it. And, and a lot of, you know, a lot of people knew in the, in the, in if they, the ones that was with me know that brother, I, I, oh boy, I, I loved it and I loved doing it. And if I could, if I wouldn't, I, I, well, if I, if I could go back, I'd change, I might change some things, maybe make a little bit more uh, money mm-hmm. because now the, the money being made is, it's outrageous. It's so, it's so, it's so not, it's so not funny mm-hmm. that it's funny. Okay. Right. Right. The money that we made. Yeah. Blazing now, now blazing the territories for these young guys now mm-hmm. to, 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 to complain and about, about working 15 times a month. Or twenty times a month, we work twenty times in a week. Right, you know, one week. One week. Yeah. You know how how how, but we loved it. Mm. That's that. I think in lies in lies the difference. Yes. Yes. Um, But Sting, after he he put the paint on and started getting a big everything. To, to, he lost it, you know. He he he. In his book, he says how much he lost it. That's it, true. It, him, himself. Yeah, he did. You know? And that's but that's the kind of guy he is. You yeah. know, he he he. But he, his, you know, there. Your head goes whoop like that, and then you can't you can't deal you can't deal. With the people that helped you go up that ladder, you gotta face them coming yeah. down that ladder. That's, true. that's the hope. That's the key. That's, that's the key. Can I go up that ladder? Yeah, I can go up that ladder. I can be the world heavyweight champion, but I'm gonna be the same guy getting up there as the same guy coming down. Because yeah. I'm gonna meet the same people coming down that I met going up. Yeah. I'm on them all level black bark. Mm-hmm. And that's but go ahead. Yeah. No. All right, last one. Uh, well, uh, Cola San Andre Giant, but I'm gonna defer this to your interviews because you had a, a, a big, you had a video uh, about Andre's on uh, yeah. your your interviews. So go to title match, title match wrestling for that. All right, yeah. last one. Soul Man Rocky Johnson, the late Soul yeah. Man Rocky Johnson, just recently passed away. You know, I held, I held Rock in in my in my hands when he was a baby. Okay. Me and Rocky Johnson go back to my training days. Okay. Rocky Johnson was going to train old black Bart. Well, then it was Arkansas Strangler. It was Strangler Malakoff. Uh, some names you may not know that I wrestled under, but he, and I, I can't, I'm sorry that he, that my, condolence to the family mm-hmm. and uh, I, I love what the rock and I watch his, I, I love watching his movies. He makes great movies, but 
Rocky Johnson, this is, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay it out there. Mm-hmm. Rocky Johnson put me with a it was either a, he was either a Navy SEAL or he was a a, a a Marine or something. And I was just I was just a snot nosed kid, 17, 18, on a, and he put me on a concrete slab. Okay. I'm in a concrete slab, mm-hmm. a square concrete slab. And he was suplexing me on it. He was slamming me on it. He was sidewalk slamming me on it. He was arm dragging me on it. He ever, ever bump that would take. He was given to me. I was taking the bump. Yeah. I was taking the bump. And this went on for four days. And I kept coming back. I kept coming back. I kept coming back. I kept coming back because I wanted to be a wrestler. And I was willing to do whatever it takes. Okay. Finally, on the fifth day, Rocky walked out there and said, Bart, you owe me $8,000 or $8,500 or $7,500 or something. And I told him, I said, Mr. Johnson, if I had that kind of money, I wouldn't want to be a wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I ain't got that kind of money. And I walked, I walked off and and that was the last time I ever seen him. I mean, I I never, and I wrestled for Peter Mavia and Miss Mavia over in, over in Hawaii. That's his, that was uh, uh, the rocks granddaddy and grand grandma. Uh, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about Rocky Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. And, uh, but I never met. I never. I never met the guy during my career, during my career. So I never really got to know him. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know. I, but pretty yeah. much, that's that's my story about him. I mean, I I didn't. I wasn't around him. You know, I didn't. Other than that one time, that was the only time that I was ever around him. Now, Dwayne, like I said, I held him in his arm when he was a little baby. I held him in my in my hands. Wow. He was a little bitty, teeny, tiny baby. But I never, I don't, I don't guess I've ever even met him in a dressing room, you know. But as an adult, you never have. Never have. Huh. No. As a no. baby, you held him in your arms. But held him, like, held oh. him in my hands. Held him in my hands. Played with him. Kicked him around. You know, rolled him around. You know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. no, he was just a little infant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't kicking him. I wonder what that bump was on the side of his head for. I <laughs> <laughs> was that compactor. <laughs> No, I didn't. All right, so we got some uh, shout outs before we go, and I got I got something for you, man. I got a I got a special something for you. All right, bro. Uh, Alan saying uh, hi, Barton. Thank you for everything you did for wrestling. I remember watching Kamala in World Class and UWF. I love to see him in the Hall of Fame this year. Your thoughts on Kamala? My thoughts on Kamala. Oh man, James. You know he 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 owned he owned barbecue place in uh, in Mississippi somewhere in Mississippi. Uh, one of the nicest black guys that I ever been around, brother uh, Kamala. Uh, he was as close to a friend to me as that I had. Okay, mm-hmm. but uh, because. Maybe because of Akbar or 
just because we kind of clicked because he's a, he was all he was was old country boy and all i was was an old country boy and 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 i i, I had heard that james lost a leg yes. right? and i had I, I, I didn't respond because i've lost I've lost uh, two toes on my on my left foot. Okay, mm-hmm. from from di- from being diabetic. Okay, mm-hmm. but the reason I haven't lost a foot or leg is because I try to my my wife makes me take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And my hats off to my wife Linda. Uh, old Bart wouldn't be here. Old Bart wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. Uh, I'd have drank myself to death. Um, but the second time I, I was reading about James, he losing it. A year later, he lost his other leg. Yeah. And brother, uh, I called him and I said, you know, and it, it is hard, hard, hard to, to, to talk to, to, about, about it because, you know, I've, Last Thursday, one of my toes on the same foot, I peeled the thing back. I peeled my toenail back, and I thought I was going to have to go and get another one cut off. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I called. I called James. I got his number through. I, th- I think. I, I think I got it somewhere through James Beards or Akbar. Or, or some somehow I got James's number anyway. Mm-hmm. I called I called old James. I said, James, I said, brother, I don't know, I don't know what to say. You know, I, I didn't. I, I honest to God didn't didn't know what to say because you know, and I I'd lost you know toes and stuff. And I said, brother, you losing you losing your your leg. He, you know, James said, hey Bart, don't worry about it. I'm going to get my prosthesis and I'm going to be jumping around and jumping around on trampolines. I'm going to be better than I was before. And I said, brother, I don't know how you, you know, keep that, keep, keep that stiff upper lip or whatever you want to call it, brother, because uh, hopefully you will. And uh, Randy Colley uh, on the 24th of December, Randy Colley died. And uh, I thought Randy Colley was already dead. I thought he'd been dead for like seven years because we was doing a guitar. He was going to teach me how to, to, I know the chords and stuff, but I don't know how to, I can't get the strumming down. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I got to quit. The, the, uh, the, the uh, Randy, you know, his son, you know, my, my, they're willing, my dad, a, a month before this, they wanted my dad in to cut his leg off. Mm. And uh, then on the 24th, Randy, uh, he wrote on there, my daddy died. Mm. And I said, I didn't get, I didn't get to talk to, I didn't get to talk to Randy on the phone, brother. I wanted to, I wanted to talk to Randy on the phone, and, yeah. but he died. You know, and I can't, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't, I can't take it back, you know. I want to not take it back, not not to, not. I ain't got nothing to take back, but I wanted to talk. You know, I thought he died. I thought, and I didn't want to call up there and say, "Hey, is Randy there?" You know, how do you? How, what if they ain't? What if they ain't there? I mean, yeah. what if he had died? You know. Yeah. 
But anyway, Kevin, hmm. he, brother, he's a, he was a good one. He was my friend. Uh, yeah. You don't have very many, you don't have very many friends, brother, uh, in this life. Yep. And more especially in the wrestling business. And I'm telling you, man, uh, rejoice with your friends and, right. and give them a hug and and tell them you love them. And 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 and, and because you don't, I may not be here next week. You know, I want everybody to know that I love them, and I I, I don't care. I you can you can you can cuss me. You can call me names. You can call me whatever you want. As long as you call me, tell me you love you, you love me every now and then. You know, I can't. Oh man, I can't. I'm gonna have to get off here, brother. You better hurry up. Uh, well, I got some for you, man. I got some for you. Uh, that's. Uh, I'm glad that you said that. On that note, I got a. I got a little something for you, buddy. Here you go. Oh, Black Bart. My man, hey, look, we want to wish you, on behalf of the PNP Nation, we want to wish you a happy birthday. Uh, this is, uh, your birthday is in a couple of days, uh, but we wanted to celebrate you tonight on uh, episode 409 of the Pancakes and Power Sam show, the Black Bart birthday celebration. Crazy that uh, <laughs> out of 409 episodes, out of almost eight years of the show, you are hands down, hands down, uh, according to my fan base, the best guest on the show, Pier. And I've had over 150 uh, well-known superstars here on the show. And my fans love you, man. And guess what? I love you too, brother. Ain't a daggum thing you can do about it. Enjoy your birthday, man. Uh, let's have some fun tonight. And uh, God bless you, brother. There you go, man. <laughs> God bless you, brother. Thank you, my man. Uh, to all my to all my, my fans out there and everything. I'm 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 sorry. I got I got emotion. I, I am. No, emotional. don't apologize for that, man. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna let you do that. Nope, I'm not gonna let you do that, man. I love uh, each. I love, I love yeah. each and every one of you. Yep. And, uh, yeah. You got some love, man. You got some love. Happy birthday from Elvis. Chris. Uh, Cole. Featherstone. Yep, you got it. Oh, yeah, I got it right. <laughs> Bob, what is this one here, brother? What, you got it. what is that one? Uh, these days, some fans or even younger wrestlers trying to make in the business have no respect uh, for those to pave the way. My father introduced me to wrestling because he worked uh, concession stands at shows with legends like the funks and wahoo i definitely have the utmost respect for you and every legend uh, and what you went through thank you brother uh it was amazing we love you bart amazing happy birthday so you got you get a lot of love my brother thank you my man thank you fans and y'all don't y'all don't know how much old bart loves you uh right. i love each and every one of you and i and i, I will to the day i suck at last breath uh, god bless y'all and uh Oh, Chris always wants me to do a an interview. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna try to do an interview here, right quick. Yeah. Oh, mine, brother. Uh, yeah. I, you know, there, there, there's, there's, there's things that goes on in this business that we can't have a lot to do with. We can't have a lot to say about it, but we can do one 
dead gum fine. Love and respect. Love and respect. They ain't a dead gum thing that you can do. <laughs> <laughs> My man, I love you, brother. Yeah, brother. <laughs> right. Ah, it's always a pleasure to have my, my my man on there, Black Bart on the show, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Cole said uh, interview of the year that's only January. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> that was awesome, guys. That was absolutely awesome. My guy, Black Bart. Every single time it's uh it's always something uh that's even even better when he's on the show, man. It's uh that's my guy. All right, so let's uh let's get into some Royal Rumble talk. Um, got a lot to talk about today. Uh, also, including a lot of Royal Rumble trivia. So we got some '80s and '90s Royal Rumble trivia for you all to put on your thinking caps, uh, you, or you can put on your old uh, your, your big black Bart hat on. Um, so before we get to Royal Rumble talk. First question of the night. Going back to the trivia is back, ladies and gentlemen. We've been uh, there's been a lot going on with uh, with time constraints and, and and things like that. But I want to make sure that's one of the featured parts of the Pancakes and Power Sam show is trivia. So the trivia question, uh, one of the trivia night, I got a lot. So the first one is this. Boom. Who was the runner up of the 1988 Royal Rumble? Who was the runner-up of the 1988 Royal Rumble? <clears throat> oh, that's a, yeah, we'll talk about Bianca Belair, uh, her Royal Rumble performance here in a bit, uh, Cole. All right, first trivia question on deck. <clears throat> Who was the runner-up of the 1988 Royal Rumble match? Uh <clears throat> Who was the runner-up? Who y'all got? Who y'all got? Royal Rumble 1988. Runner-up. Nope, it wasn't Hogan, Elvis. Elvis says Hogan. Nope, it was not Hogan. It was not Hogan. I'll give you, I'll give you a, uh, <laughs> a hint. Uh, he became that character. That was that. That was my hint. That was my hint. <clears throat> now we use uh, we use his uh, initials in uh, in shorthand now. Nope, not Steamboat, not Brett. Mm, I've already stumped the PNP Nation already. I've stumped the PNP Nation. Already on the very first question. Woo wee! What's up? What's up with my scholarly, uh, professional wrestling, uh, quiz masters? You guys don't know the runner-up of the 1988 Royal Rumble. I'll even give you a hint, guys. Uh, Jim Duggan won the Royal Rumble. Who did he eliminate last? 
Who did he eliminate last? I am so. Oh, who the heck was that? You don't know who he was? You just looked it up, didn't you? <clears throat> you just looked it up. You just looked it up, uh, Cole. I'm surprised you don't know who he was. I thought somebody would have known that, though. Nope, it wasn't JYD. Um, that was a good, good guess, though. I'll, I'll give you a good guess there. Wasn't, wow, I'm surprised you all didn't know this stuff. One man gang. One man gang was the runner up of the 1988 Royal Rumble. You, you said you had to. <laughs> You had to. You don't. You didn't know a one man gang. What? I'm very surprised about that. Very, very surprised about that. Um, he became Akeem. Trying to pull up a. Uh, um, trying to pull up a, 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 a picture of the one man gang. Uh, there you go. Here's one. Um, There you go. All right. I'll enlarge this for you. Booyah. One man gang. There you go. So, so, uh, Duggan, he won. And then you have one man gang right there. Royal Rumble, 1988. Uh, All right. Oh, I'm gonna give you another one. I stumped you. I st- stumped you in the first question, PMP Nation. What? That's a surprise. All right, let's do another one. Here we go. Who did Bret Hart defeat to retain the WWE Championship at the 1993 Royal Rumble? Who did Bret Hart defeat to retain the WWE Championship at the 1993 Royal Rumble? Who you got? Who you got? Yeah, Robbie. Women game was known for the denim cutoff vest. That's true. There was only 20 inches in that Royal Rumble. Yep. There you go, Elvis. Razor Ramon. Good job, Elvis. Razor Ramon. All right, that's two for now. That's two for now. Yep, there you go. There you go, Cole. There you go, Michael. Razor Ramon. Yep, 1993. All right. So let's talk about the 2020 Royal Rumble. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, PMP Nation? 2020 Royal Rumble match. We got a lot, we got a lot of headlines tonight, too. Um, yeah, we got a lot of headlines tonight, too, to talk about. Uh, Evan may be joining us. Uh, he had a bit of an emergency. Uh, I just talked to him probably about 10 minutes ago, seven, 10 minutes ago, but he had an emergency. So he could be jumping on with this, um, uh, before the show's up. Um, all right. So, uh, let's see. 2020 Royal Rumble. What do y'all thought? What, what are your grades? What are your grades? What are your grades? Um, Ask Chris questions, of course, we have that. Um, What you guys got? 
Ricochet got robbed. Oh, goodness, Elvis. No, he didn't. <laughs> he got tossed over the rink. He got manhandled. He did assist Brock uh, Lesnar um, to get eliminated. Joshua thought it was a good rumble. Uh, Brian thought the Lesnar thing ruined it. Uh, I partially agree with that. I partially agree with that. I'll get a little bit more into it. Uh, B plus for Cole. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I hope Rico was watching. I was thinking about Rico when Santina came out. Yeah, because that's that was his music. Joshua liked the Lesnar part of it. Elvis thought it was a C plus as far as the the Rumble. Um, <clears throat> disappointed you with Keith Lee, Alistair Black, and Bianca. Lexi, we'll get to that Van Hammer question. I, I like it. I like that question. Uh, I just saw that uh, a few days ago, about two or three days ago. Uh, yes, I see. This is probably the most accurate um, to, to what I believe. Uh, Antoine thought it was a B plus. So yeah, let's. I'm, I'm gonna camp right there because that's what I believe. Um, that's that's where I go to because now I was adamantly disagreeing with what happened in the beginning of the Royal Rumble. Now the women's Royal Rumble I thought was trash. I th- I didn't I didn't like it at all. I didn't think Charlotte. Did, I didn't think it it was a point of her winning. Of course, there's the the thing with Rhea Ripley, but I don't even I, I don't I don't think that Charlotte needed a Royal Rumble win to challenge Rhea Ripley for for the title for the NXT Championship. Charlotte's a ten time world champion; she could just appear on an NXT one week and say, "Hey, I want to challenge you. I've been champ for ten times." I want to challenge you. That's all she needed to do. She did not need to win a Royal Rumble. Uh, it was originally slated for Shayna Baszler to win, but they changed it to Charlotte. I didn't want Baszler to win either, although she's slated to go against Becky Lynch at Mania. Yikes. I mean, like, you have Ronda Rousey, who's much... I mean, I, I don't want to... Uh, I, I don't want to... I don't want to just throw shade on Baszler, but um, I don't I, I don't see just big, huge mania moment with Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch. I do not think that the fans will be into that. I just don't. I mean, it's for WrestleMania uh, for a WrestleMania match. You have to think this is the biggest show of the year, the biggest match of the year, you're coming to tell me that Shayna Baszler uh, is going to compete against Becky Lynch. Now, this is the person who went against Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair last year in the main event of WrestleMania. Now, ain't going to be no woman's main event this year based on how they've been booking uh, the woman's talent. They've done a poor job uh, overall. People like Asuka and, you know, trying to find places to put Naomi and have her sit around for a while. I'm glad that she came back. Uh, but, I mean, it, it it's not going to mean nothing. 
On the other hand, I really like what they did with Bianca Belair. I think they did a, a fantastic job with Bianca Belair. Eight eliminations. I'm like, and then you're going to have Baszler have eight eliminations. I'm like, come on now. Let the woman have eight eliminations by herself. Let Bianca Belair, she was in there for a long time. Let her have her moment. Why why would you why would you dilute it like that? She didn't basically didn't need eight eliminations. And even in the rumble, she didn't look too. I mean, like, I don't know. It's just I like Baszler in NXT. I like her in that slot. I think she's a really good heel in NXT, but I just don't see mega marquee WrestleMania with Shayna Baszler. Uh, character wise, interest wise, Bianca Belair is much more of a of a marquee name and interest than Shayna Baszler is. Now, all day long, I would have been okay with Bianca Belair winning what they, you know, they I know that they weren't going to have her win, but she's money. I mean, absolute money. And I think I would have been cool with her winning. I know she has Rhea Ripley uh, at TakeOver next year. Um, but at the same time, I don't, you know, it's one of those things that <sighs> Bel Air is much more marketable than Shayna Baszler is. Uh, just from a wide, I mean, she has it. She has the look. She has the entrance. She has the personality. Uh, but Shayna Baszler does not have. Um, she doesn't have that it factor, and she's almost forty years old. I believe she'll be forty years old this year. So, eh. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's comments to saying that uh, she's not ready yet. But here's the here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's right. That's right. Uh, they need to find the next superstar woman to push her. But here's here's the thing, uh, guys. Just because you're getting older <laughs> doesn't mean that you, you should be handed an opportunity. Now, Shayna Baszler was perhaps probably the most dominant champion of all, of all, in all of NXT other than Asuka. And so... She proved her point in NXT, but NXT is perfect for her. She doesn't need a lot of personality, uh, but NXT and then Raw and SmackDown are just two different animals. WWE, that's why people can't really compare WWE to AEW. AEW WWE is characters, it should be at least, characters, uh, money-driven, uh, promotion advertisement, who... Uh, can get you in a, in a in a place that will draw you money from outside people. That's how it was and how, how it should have been for and should be. Uh, they they fail at doing that a lot of times, which is why they bring back the Undertakers and the Goldbergs, the Brock Lesnar's. It, it shows that characters matter. You can have catches, catch can clinics for an hour as much as you want with Seth Rollins. But Seth Rollins isn't drawing the money. Brock Lesnar with eight suplexes is drawing the money. Let's let's be honest here. And people like Shayna Baszler, who can go? She can go in the ring. I like Shayna Baszler, but I like her in the NXT spot. I think she's very perfect for that. Uh, as far as the role, as far as WrestleMania is concerned, I mean, I I'm I go. This will be my fourth straight WrestleMania covering the event. 
And I'm looking, I'm, I'm doing it from a lens of a journalist and from the lens of a fan, from a lens of a fan. That is definitely not something that I, I look forward to. That's I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that match. I'm not looking forward to Be, uh, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Um, it should be somebody. I mean, I would look much look forward to Becky versus Oscar, uh, but they blew it. They blew that off at the rumble. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's tough um, because I'm, 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 you know, it's one of those things that you got to give, you got to get me hooked from a storyline arc. You got to get me hooked up from a character. Here's the thing with WrestleMania. There's not, there's very little semblance of, Raw or SmackDown, should I see at WrestleMania? It should be a league of its own. It should be a whole different world. I shouldn't see something that I could see on Raw and SmackDown. Simple as that. Um, so yeah, that's that's as far as the woman's man's. I I, I was very critical in the beginning uh, toward the the Lesnar thing. I, I I've 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 changed I've changed that. A little bit. Um, I've changed that opinion a, a little bit. I think it was it was a cool as far as the story is concerned, as far as the big Royal Rumble, and it was good to uh, that drawing all that to get uh, uh, McIntyre over. Uh, I've said this on the show. The I've said this on the show for many weeks. I can see Drew McIntyre being the one claymoring Brock Lesnar outside of the ring. That's exactly what happened. I, I, I've been saying that for weeks. But the way that they did it was a bit odd. Thinking about it, it makes sense because that's drawing a bunch of heat and basically putting it over to McIntyre, which makes sense. That's how you should draw. That's how you should build up a baby face, an opponent to a heel. My Here's my biggest gripe, though. You, you're you trying to push Eric Rowan. He's gone in seconds. You... Uh, John Morrison just debuted and he just gets thrown over the ring. Uh, you're trying to make Elias a baby face and he's running away and he just basically gets manhandled. So it's like you can't, I mean, let's be honest here. You have the Cedric Alexanders, you have the uh, the Kurt Hawkins, the Zach Riders, the Revivals, you have those talents that just aren't doing much. Miz did. Miz was able to <laughs> was, uh, uh, get past the Lesnar manhandling. I would have switched Morrison with Miz. Uh, Morrison is the bigger mark. Uh, is the bigger ticket right now as far as Miz and Morrison because Morrison just came back. So I wouldn't have done that with Morrison. I think that that was a bad call. Um, but yeah, as far as as far as the the second half, the latter half, like Jeremy was saying, the latter half, I loved it. I loved the latter half of the Royal Rumble, and I liked the first half in hindsight because of um, the heat that it drew. I just think that it was a bad call of the list of people, the the choices of people he just thrown over uh the ropes like that so that was my that was my opinion on royal rumble uh the rest of the Ro- i and i think that kofi should have been the one that gave lesnar the blow blow instead of ricochet um that would have been much that would have made much more sense from a storyline standpoint i think that would have been much uh, better to to still protect kofi 
And basically that would have been his redemption for that eight second or whatever loss it was. You had the championship for six months and he's basically manhandled by Lesnar. That would have been um, a moment of, and plus Lesnar's on raw now. So that would have been Kofi's moment to get back at Lesnar for uh, beating him in that, in that fashion, that, that, that spot should have been Kofi. And then, you know, he didn't have his spot, you know, this year that basically was over with. So they really, I mean, they gave Kofi a little bit of love because he stayed in with Big E and, you know, Big E and eventually Mysterio and eventually Big E, I think it was the order. So they gave him some love. He had some type of leverage, you know, to, to Lesnar. He was doing a little bit of things, but I think that give that low blow that Ricochet did, um, unless they're setting up future for Lesnar Ricochet, uh, unless they're going to do a throwaway blow off match, you know, in February or March between Ricochet and Lesnar, which I don't see them doing, but they could, um, I just don't think you have Lesnar go against any defend the title against anybody unless they do it at uh, Saudi. If they did it at Saudi, I'd be okay with it. But there's no way that Lesnar is going to lose the championship between now and Mania. So any world title match you do, any WWE championship match you do between now and Mania, it's not going to make sense because the marquee, the draw is Drew versus Brock. So there's no way that he's going to do that. I can see them doing. I can see them doing uh, uh, Brock and Ricochet as a as a blow as a throwaway at, at Saudi, just for Lesnar to get that Saudi money. I can see that. I mean, that's that's really the only way that that makes sense for Ricochet to low blow him, and and Ricochet tried to stand up to him on Raw, and I get all that. I even heard there was a rumor one at one point in time that they were interested in doing Ricochet versus Brock at Rumble, and I'm glad that they didn't do that. <laughs> I'm glad that they, and I, you know, I, I've said before, I was I was cool with Brock being in the Rumble. I think that was a good call. Um, just the names, you know, that they that he used, they used to for him to look good. They could have saved, they could have spared some of those people. All right, let's uh, as far as the rest of the Royal Rumble is concerned. Um, I'm glad I didn't give it to Reigns. I've said that before. I've actually wrote an article about why Roman Reigns shouldn't have won. Uh, he was slated to win. I'm glad that they didn't have him win. He was already getting booed. Um, he was even getting booed San Antonio. So y'all have to be very, very, very smart about that. Very smart about not getting him back to that. You have to be, that's why I was sharing with one of my good friends. I said, you know what? You need that sweet spot. You can't go too far here. You can't go too far here with Reigns. You got to stay in that sweet. Got to stay in that sweet spot. Yeah, cream of the crop. Yeah, you got to get that cup of coffee. Yeah, man. Wow, freak out. <laughs> you got to have that cup of coffee, man. That sweet spot, man. And uh, yeah, you got to do that, Roman Reigns. You can't. You can't have him win. Uh, the the, the Roman, but I'm glad they didn't have him do it, and that, and that, that's coming from someone who Roman Reigns is my favorite wrestler in the WWE, so I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, him beating uh, uh, Corbin was a good call. 
it was a way to give him get, get him some you know uh back to the get him back to getting cheers again uh andrade's out for 30 days um i heard that uh Heyman, the reason why he didn't lose the u.s title on raw against her brother korea was Heyman um is real big on andre uh andrade he wants him to be like one of the 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 flagship you know names on raw personally i don't see it uh but Heyman sees a lot in andre andrade so he didn't want him to lose the title yet. So that doesn't guarantee that Humberto won't win it. But uh, I just uh, he's uh, apparently Heyman sees a lot in Carrillo too. I I don't right now the U.S. title picture is just a dud. I just ugh. I, I Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo for the United States Championship. That does not ring WrestleMania to me whatsoever. No way in the world. Not even close. Um, Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend. You know, solid match. Um, I was expecting The Fiend to win. It was it was decent. Uh, Lynch and Oscar. Yeah, it was all right. It was a good match. The fans weren't into it too much. And Bailey and Lacey Evans was probably the worst match of the night. Uh, I was not into that at all, and I didn't think I was going to be. Uh, let's see what we have here as far as Rumble is concerned. Uh, Ask Chris Elvis is asking, did I mark out when Edge's music hit? Uh, partially, I was. Uh, I think it was a, it was a good moment. I, I enjoyed it. I've never been a big Edge fan either. I've always liked Christian better than Edge, honestly. Uh, but at the same time, uh, knowing that he was medically uh, forced to retire. Um, Looks amazing. I, I, I watched the video that he had with Seamus. Uh, you know, he was uh, getting trained. Uh, Seamus was helping him. And uh, I, so I saw, I knew that he was ripped before he came out uh, because of that. So, uh, but yeah, he looks, he looks great, man. 46 years old, looks the best he's ever been. You know, he's been, I think he debuted in like 90, I think he debuted in WWE like 98, I believe it was. And so, you know, what, 20, 20 years later, you know, 24 years later, um, or what, 20, 22 years later, almost 22 years later, uh, it, I mean, he looks, he looks better than what he, he's ever, he's ever did. You know, he's, um, was it 98 to the, uh, 96, 96 that he debuted. So yeah, 20, 24 years ago. So, um, within 24 years, this is the best that he's ever looked at 46 years old. So kudos to that, man. Uh, you know, that's, that's awesome. I, I love the moment. The, it was good. I love surprise entrance. That's one of my favorite moments of the Royal Rumble. One of my favorite parts of Royal Rumble was the surprise entrance and people are like sleeping on MVP. Like let's not sleep on the fact that MVP came back too. And that's, that's, I think that's pretty dope too. Uh, I enjoyed MVP coming back. Um, people, you know, Edge's Edge's returns kind of overshadowing MVP's entrance, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed MVP coming back too. Um, yeah, so I, I was cool. I was cool with it. I, I was definitely cool with it. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, as far as Royal Rumble, all right, I think we're cool with Royal Rumble. 
Uh, <laughs> Marissa does not like the uh, <laughs> woman's deficient. I, I agree. It's not very good. Um, fun fact, Ed's was working uh, WWE without a contract for 210 per week. And they paid his college debt, too. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. Was MVP a one and done? Uh well he competed on Raw. Uh and he and they were saying as if he's back. So um because because Tom uh Phillips said it was his last time and then Lawler corrected it and said that you know that's not the case. So I don't see MVP being nothing but like, like a Shelton Benjamin, which is sad because MVP is just laced with charisma, and that would be a really odd spot to put MVP in just a, an enhancement spot. I think that was odd. Uh, that would be odd very much, very, very much. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, okay, so let me uh, let me answer these uh, ask first questions. Let's start with Lexi. Um, okay, good questions, good questions, uh, PMP Nation. Let's go up to Lexi's question about uh, Van Hammer. Um, uh, as soon as I find it, <laughs> as soon as I find it. Uh, here it is. Um, uh, what are your thoughts on Van Hammer's latest DUI arrest? Reports just saying that he hit a five-year-old on a bike. Yeah, so I saw that. Um, actually, let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Um, I mean, what are my thoughts on if? I mean, you know, he needs to go to jail if it's a DUI. Um, so TMZ reported it um before actually you know what speaking of tmz um they got a lot of flack on um kobe bryant uh uh so obviously so uh, see uh, so from what i heard i don't know how true this is but um they didn't clear they didn't clear um they didn't get clearance from kobe's family before they posted that stuff which is not good, not good at all, and uh, definitely my prayers uh, go out to uh, all of the victims of that tragic, tragic, tragic helicopter um, helicopter crash. Uh, you know, Kobe Bryant is a legend in the business, uh, one of the greatest of all time as a as a basketball player. Um, I, I would I would challenge people to not allow his influence to get in the way of six other people or at least five of the people. Cause his daughter's, you know, in the limelight too, as far as being his daughter. Uh, but you know, there were, there were five, there were seven other people on there that just lives were just as important as Kobe Bryant's. Um, so let's all nine of them. Let's um, pray for their families in this very, 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 very tough time. And, um, you know, I was reading Psalm 115 today, um, and it, it talks about just, uh, you know, just uh, just not unto us, but, you know, to your name, we give you glory. And it talks about, you know, the, you know, the dead's going to be in the grave, but those who are alive, you know, 
you know, you never know. Take take this moment, you know, to to really praise God. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things, man, that uh, someone dying at the age of 41 is uh, to me would be tragic um, because I can't imagine living in 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 my my son and my granddaughter you know kobe's daughter i can imagine living to 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 witness that you know that's just tragic that's just absolutely tragic we never know we never know what tomorrow brings we we just don't we don't have the ability to control it uh, only God does. Uh, we don't have the ability to. Um, uh, we can just do our best as we wake up every morning. We can do the best to love God, love people. Um, it's very clear of what scripture says. Love God, love people. And um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the best we can do. I mean, we, we can't control, you know, uh, being on a helicopter and something happened. We can't control being on the plane and something happened. We can't control uh, driving perfectly and someone, some idiot, you know, uh, running a red light who's drunk or in, uh, chemically imbalanced in some in some form. We can't control that. Um, we can't control um, some illnesses. We can't control some some tragedies. We just we just can't. Uh, so we have to really be in a position where we literally wake up every day and we're thankful for life. We're thankful for life. And uh, my prayers go out to um, every single person on that uh, on that plane. Actually, I'm going to try to get the names um, so I can. uh Let's see. I'm going to give them names. Um, I'm going to give names. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to give aliases. I mean, or I'm not going to be anonymous. I'm going to give them names. So we all can pray for their families. Uh, Jacob uh, Altabelli. Um. Carrie uh, Altabelli, Alyssa Altabelli, she was 13, a uh, basketball teammate of Gianna's. And of course, Gianna, um, Kobe's 13 year old daughter. Very sad. Kobe, of course. Peyton Chester. Um, she was uh, played for Kobe's uh, girls basketball team alongside Gianna and Alyssa. Sarah Chester. She was accompanying her daughter to the youth basketball game. Christina Mulser, one of Brian's assistant coaches for the girls' basketball team. Our uh, era, uh, Zobayan, 
um, was the pilot. Very sad. So those are the names. Uh, we're going to pray for their families uh, and definitely wish um, just uh, just healing in this tough, tough, tough time. So never know, guys. You never know. You never know. You just don't know. Um, so make the best of what you have. Uh, all right. Uh, let's do Van Hammer. Let's get into Van Hammer here. Uh, so Van Hammer was uh, charged with DUI after he allegedly hit a five-year-old boy with his car in Florida Sunday afternoon. Um, so he's driving 58 miles per hour in a 35 uh, and drunk. And when he hit the young boy, he was riding a bike with training wheels. Um, so he's, so the, so the five-year-old boy, uh, suffered possible internal injuries taken to a nearby hospital and where he remains in stable condition. Thankfully, um, I think there's a video here. Okay. There's the video. So we're going to play that here. Um, Man, I've got a five-year-old son who just turned five last weekend. Man, that bothers me. That bothers me. That people can't control themselves. That that kid could have died, man. Fifty-eight in the thirty-four. Thank God it was only internal injuries in stable condition. Five-year-old kid could have died. Come on now, that bothers me. Let's play some of this here. Hendrith, public defender's appointed in all cases otherwise stated. We got felony hit and run was the first degree felony, and we got driving under the influence. Your Honor, I'm uh, showing uh, a 1985 DUI out of Texas, 2004 Georgia DUI. Your Honor, Mr. Hildreth has lived in Palm Beach County for the last 10 years. He resides in Boynton Beach. Um, he's been employed as a manager for a windows company for the last seven years. Um, he has ties to the community. We would be asking that you set a monetary bond that he could afford. Um, we would be asking for $10,000 count one, $3,000 count two. All right. No contact with the victim, the minor child, no contact with any witnesses, no alcohol, no drugs, no weapons, subject to 24, subject to testing. Random testing for drugs and alcohol. Just Seventy-five thousand count one, fifty thousand count two. It's an alternate PBSO house arrest. All right, so that was the Palm Beach Post um, that reported that. Um, there's the video on that. All right, let's uh, address some of these questions here. Apologies if I miss some. There's a lot to talk about here. Um, please hashtag Axe Chris so I can see it, so I can pop out. 
Um, Lexi's asking, Matt Riddle seems to be causing major heat by going unto business by himself by booking dream matches. <laughs> do you think this will stun his growth in WWE? Do you see him getting frustrated and eventually leaving for another promotion? Okay, so uh, as you normally do, uh, <laughs> without even knowing, uh, you uh, I'm going to talk about this on the headlines. We talked about it because he got into a backstage altercation with Goldberg. Oh, not well, he did uh, last year, but um, this at Royal Rumble was with uh, with was with Lesnar. So we'll talk about that part. But as far as your stunning growth by booking dream matches, um, I, I don't know about getting frustrated and eventually leaving for another promotion because if he does that, he won't. There's no chance to have dream match in the WWE because he won't be a part of the WWE. But as far as uh, him, him, you know, kind of, kind of going in for himself, I think, yeah, you know, he he's he's notorious for doing that, man. Some people like it, some people don't. I think I don't think it will help his WWE career. Um, for what I heard, the short Royal Rumble appearance didn't have anything to do with any heat or anything. That was just part of the plan, but. Um, I, you know, I think Riddle just needs to calm down. I just, I really do. I just, I think he needs to calm down. I think he is one of those things that if he, if he, if he learns how to control himself, his, his, his social media presence, uh, I see so much potential in Riddle. Like he's so infectious. You know, the bro music and, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's a fun thing. You know, who, you know, who doesn't do this, you know, going down to the ring and it's exciting, man. It's really exciting and it's fun. And, you know, he's the whole bro thing is, is, is super cool. So it's like, dude, you've already, you've got so much potential, man. Like your, your, your gimmick is awesome. And it's infectious. So don't, it's like, don't ruin what's almost guaranteed to you. You know, it's, it's one of those things like it's almost guaranteed that you're going to be like a big star. So just, just calm down and relax, man. Calm down. Uh, what do I think about the strap match? Um, yeah, I think, like I said, I think it was a solid match. I don't think the strap, part of it was obsolete to me because I'm so used to touching the four sides uh, in the strap match. So that wasn't, you know, to me, having a strap match is just not necessary, honestly. Um, so, yeah, it was just, I don't find that necessary. Uh, but, you know, I guess, that, you know, at the end of the day, you're making Bray look better with this whole deal. So, uh, all right, let's see. Robbie's asking, I know this is off top of Royal Rumble, but one thing I've noticed when Lana debuted in WWE with Rusev, they had a thick Bulgarian accent, and now Lana out of the blue loser accent like Kofi did back in the day. What's the deal? To me, it's weird. I think she started losing the accent when she did the Dolph Ziggler thing, when she was like, messing around with Dolph Ziggler a few years back and then Summer Rae was with Rusev. So I think she's been doing that for a while now. Um, 
Yeah, I do. I do like Christian more than Edge. Yep. I've always liked Christian more than Edge. I've always liked Matt Hardy better than Jeff. I've always liked Animal better than Hawk. And I've always liked um, um, Christian better than Edge. Yeah. Just we, I guess it's weird. I've always been, uh, always like Rick Steiner better than Scott Steiner. Um, so yeah, it's for a lot of the teams. I liked the lesser known <laughs> or or the less popular. They they both the tag teams popular, but the less over person. Like Hawk was like the the promo. I loved Hawk's promos. I loved Hawk. Hawk is one of the best promo cutters of all time. Well, oh, you know, just I, I love. Hawks promos, but there was just something about animal that I enjoyed watching more. I think it was uh, the spider uh, <laughs> paint, probably. I thought it was cool. Uh, raw closing segment. I personally feel like they should have teamed until fast lane, but nonetheless, a good st- segment. See, I was expecting them to do RKO at Saudi and uh, doing it that way. So, who's the Tag team champs right now are Seth and uh, uh, Seth and, and and Buddy Murphy. Um, yeah, I don't like hot shots for titles, so I, I would pick somebody else. I think they could have done like a Saudi uh, match against like an AOP or. Um, just a couple of heels. Maybe the OC would have been decent. Um, I love Drew. I don't think he should have beat the bo- both OC. That basically that just ruins. They're, that just ruins any type of momentum they had. It was that was horrible. Um, yeah. So if they would have done like OC versus R- rated RKO, that'd have been good. And then you have Orton turn on Edge at Saudi. So, to me, that would have been cool. But, on the other hand, I like the fact that they're doing the injury angle to keep Edge off TV. So, that keeps his character fresh. And, and I'm cool with that, too. I'm always cool about, I always, I've said this many, 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 many times. Main event characters do not need to be on TV every week, especially world champions. When AJ was champ on SmackDown, his character was so diluted because he was on TV every week for one. And a lot of his matches wouldn't even be main event matches. And he's the champ. He's a WWE champ. And he's not even main eventing SmackDown. How in the world would I think that AJ Styles has credibility as a WWE champion? Or or I should believe the WWE championship is something big and different and, and transcends Raw or SmackDown. If the champ isn't even main eventing SmackDown, I think that I thought that was one of the stupidest things. Uh, so you don't have to be there every week, and you shouldn't be there every week. And I, I'm cool with Edge not being there until around Mania, a few weeks before, maybe after Fastlane or whatever. I'm cool with that. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a, a good call for that. Um, all right, I think I'll address one more extra question, and then we got some headlines. We got about 30 minutes, guys. Uh, Marissa's asking the same thing, so yep, there you go. Um, 
All right, uh, Lexi, with the recent announcement of Andrade suspension coming so close to the Bobby Roos, do you think there's a focus on particular wrestlers? What do you think the banned substance is? That's a that's a that's a good question. I think it was. I don't know what it is. It's not it's not marijuana. They just get fined for marijuana, twenty five hundred dollars, I believe. So it's not marijuana. Um, I think Reigns was Adderall, if I'm not mistaken. Um. So. Yeah, I think it was Adderall. Um, yeah, it was Adderall, 2016. So I don't know if it's that. Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure of, of what it is. I don't think no one has. Uh, they don't. I don't think they share that stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Uh, I can find out. I can start digging um, as far as what it was. Um, yeah, WWE. Yeah, it just says WWE has spent Andrade Manuel Arapesa for 30 days effective immediately for a first violation of the company's test wellness policy. So uh, I think Vince knew Sunday. And some higher ups new Sunday, as far as I uh, as far as I heard. Um said he had an emergency. Uh oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um uh yeah, uh so yeah, I don't I don't know where it is. Uh, I don't know what it is at all. Um obviously it was something that I'd imagine he probably knew that he may have got pinged for. So, um, but yeah, I, 30 days is his first violation. Uh, you don't want to test it, um, of what it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully it's nothing that is enhancing his, like, I hope it's not, not a PED, you know, like just, I don't understand. Like, dude, I was a trainer for 10 years. I don't understand why people would want PEDs. I, I get it, especially with like the road warriors and the big jacked up dudes who want to, you know, look even jacker, you know, I get it. I, I don't, I don't agree with it at all. I was a personal trainer for 10 years and I don't agree with it whatsoever. Um, that the people taking PEDs, but I see, I understand why people would want to do it. Uh, for their physique, especially bodybuilders and stuff, but especially someone in WWE, like there's no there's no need for him to do it. Like he's not jacked. I mean, he's in good shape. Um, you know, he's in good shape, but he's he doesn't he's not like jacked to the max or like you know what I mean. Like he's not chiseled in stone, and he doesn't need to be. He, he's he's one of the best wrestlers, one of the best, ma- you know. Uh, uh, in-ring competitors on Raw, he doesn't. He doesn't need it. <laughs> he like, he doesn't need it. He's good. He's cool. He's you know he's good. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is. But you know, we'll see him in a month. Uh, Marissa, what are your thoughts on what they did with the Elimination Chamber? I hate the new one. I really missed the old one. Um. Yeah, I mean, I really, I really never really put too much thought into it. Um, 
I mean, the the vent. I I didn't remember when they did do the new one. I didn't notice that it was like it was weirder than the vintage one. Um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna keep an eye on that when it, <laughs> when the elimination chamber comes back on. Um, when the elimination chamber comes up. All right, so uh, we're gonna spend the last 20 minutes doing a head uh, headlines, but uh, got my boy in the studio. Welcome. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Evan Tech Prout. How are you tonight, sir? What's going on, man? Um, I'm here, so I'm late. Uh, I did get to check the um, get to check the chat. So I appreciate everybody uh, for that concern. I'm okay. Uh, my close friend is okay-ish. So just keep uh, her in prayer. But I got the faces of fear, daddy. Faces of fear. <laughs> I try to break out the new shirt. I only think I wore this at Mania. Did I wear this in New York? No, you didn't. You know I got tons of shirts. Somebody wear it in Florida. Yeah. But I'm here. Oh, that's that's funny. Some, that's, <laughs> some <stuff laughs> the, that's some stuff yeah. in the vault. I love it. <laughs> what's up, Cole? What's up, Anton? Lexi? Uh, yeah, brother. Yes. On the mothership. Yes, yes. Uh, all right, so let's get into some more trivia before we uh, do these headlines and, and, and close for the night. Uh, here we go. What was the main event of the 1997 Royal Rumble? What was the main event of the 1997 Royal Rumble match? It was interesting about that. Uh, that specific rumble, paying attention to detail, like I do being a TV host, a radio host, and broadcaster. That rumble is unique because it has that weird, that weird camera angle. You know what I mean? Like the whole night, the camera angles are just kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it has to do with the spot that happened or right, but that, that rumble they always had a unique look, kind of like the old. Uh, was it the old two or the old three? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mo, you got it, buddy. Sid, Psycho Sid, and the Heartbreak Kid, Sean Michaels. <laughs> that was in Texas too. Yeah, that it was, was in San Antonio. Yep, it was. Uh, that, that, that was in Texas, man. Yeah, that was what's going on. What did, what did I miss? Uh, Rumble Talk? Uh, yeah, Rumble Talk. Uh, talked about Kobe. Talked about... Uh, we had old Black Bart on, man. Black he, uh, it. it was awesome stuff. Uh, next question. Who was the first person to win back-to-back Royal Rumble matches, and what years were they? Who was the first person to win back-to-back Royal Rumble matches, and what years were they? There you go. There's the next trivia question before Man. we get shout, shout out to Hacksaw Jimmy Duggan who won the Rumble and nobody remembers it. Nobody talks about it. 88. Yep. That, was a, that was an ugly Rumble. So, yeah, it was 20-man Royal Rumble. Yep. <laughs> First person went back-to-back Royal Rumble and what years were they? People keep saying Stone Cold and you are not. Nope. Right. Not right at all. Are not correct. Not right. Hopefully, I sound better. Uh, um, just say real quick. The Rumble pay per view. My grade is a B minus. Uh, the men's Rumble, I give a plus. The women's Rumble, 
C-plus. Good old yeah. daddy's girl, Charlotte Flair, daddy's girl. Yep. <laughs> Cole got it right. Yeah. Yep. There you go, Cole. What is that oh, hanging over Cole's head? I'm still trying to figure that out. What <laughs> well, is that gotta, hanging over your head, Cole? A, he's got a Kobe picture uh, right now, so I think he changed it. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that was uh, definitely heartfelt. Yeah, um, definitely. No, I'll, I'll, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're warriors of the Lord, and you know, I always get feelings in my spirit um, whenever stuff like that happens. I got to say it tonight. I just, yeah, man. I was asleep, man. I'll tell you, I, I, I came home Sunday morning, like two o'clock in the morning. I fell asleep. I cut my phone off. And I know nothing to four o'clock Sunday afternoon, and mm-hmm. I woke up and I got inbox, and I was getting flooded. You know us in the business. If our phone floods, that means somebody in the wrestling business died. I'm like, yeah. who died now? Nope. Yeah, it was and cold. I, it was, uh, yeah, man. dude. I was at I was I was DJing my son's birthday party when I found out. So that was a okay. buzzkill. Yeah, it was. Uh, we people were just like, "Whoa!" Yeah, we were just like so surprised. So, how, how how did your wife? How did your wife take it? There's a reason why I asked that. How did how did your wife respond? She, uh, she was sad about it. I mean, she never you know followed basketball. Didn't know too much about Kobe, Kobe at all. So, yeah, my, was sad. Yeah, she was sad. Yeah, because mine, she yeah, she not even in the school. She she inboxed me and texted me and my. You know, Mrs. Tech hit me up about sports. Then my aunt, we ain't watched basketball since Walt Chamberlain. Right. <laughs> you know, every people that's not a sports fan, my sister-in-law videoed me, and he live in Kentucky. I'm like, you know, my, my, my brother-in-law, I don't like people never talk sports. I mean, we grew up with sports. We know that's not like us. Yeah. And, you know, this was saying, it's praying for the parents and the family, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who drew number one at the 1999 Royal Rumble match? Oh gosh! Who drew number one? I got a confession. I say hail your show first. I think I said on my show to you. I got a confession. I have never. This is me, Tech. Much as I love wrestling, I have never to this day watched the 1999 Royal Rumble end to end. I've never watched it. <laughs> never. Uh, no, Elvis, it was not Shawn Michaels. He was not in the Royal Rumble 1999. Nope. The heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. No. The boy who has come true. Oh, yeah, I need to visit that. There you go. There you go. It was oh, it was me, Austin. It was me, Austin. <laughs> it was me all along. I'm not gonna let Rick Black you. Black. I told you you got the black chill. <laughs> yeah, I, me and the N. N W. W. Oh. It's time uh, to shake things up again. The genetic <laughs> jackhammer. No, Cole, uh, McMahon was too. He ended up winning it all because uh, basically it was it was it was a part of the Austin McMahon feud. So <laughs> Austin drew one, and McMahon drew two. 
So yeah, yeah. yes, yes, Marissa. Ah, uh, yes, I've, I've been to. Uh, what's this year, Featherstone? My eighth mania. Yeah. Uh, something, something. I've been front row at Rumbles. I've never watched that Royal Rumble, but for yeah. you, I do it for you. And another I do it for you. <laughs> I will watch the 1999 Royal Rumble match. I seen the pay per view the match. I will watch it, and um, I'll give y'all my thoughts next. Nice, time. nice. All right, guys, we got about 12 minutes, so let me let's rush through the headlines. Uh, one, let's let's uh, got all these Royal Rumble trivia questions though. What number did Ric Flair enter at the 1992 Royal Rumble? What uh, number did Ric Flair? Enter the 1992 Royal Rumble. You still consider that the GOAT? Mm, I think so. Uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna review. I'm gonna I'm gonna just think about all of them for a second. It's to me that I mean offhand, yes. I think the one that Taker won was pretty good. Oh, seven. Yeah, Taker and Michaels. Yeah. Saying, yeah, that was yeah. I like that one. The um, one that Brock won, 03. 03. Yeah, that, that was, was a good, good rumble. Yeah. I honestly think 02 was good. Yeah, I think 02 was good. I mean, barring, 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 I mean, I mean, not 02. Uh, uh, 01? 01, yeah. Well, yeah, 01. 01. Oh one one was good, right. but the Triple H was uh, what been a while was what oh four yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. two was really good with Triple H coming back, and that's when mm-hmm. um yeah so that I think Perfect came back on that one too yeah Goldust came back Goldust came back on that one too yeah the Angle and Jericho was in it uh, for a while um yeah 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 yeah. I think yeah, I, I really like those too. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, minus to all the craziness, I really liked though. I really liked uh, 04. I really liked Benoit. Um, it happened. It's yeah. gonna have a big old blur in the Warrior Rumble match. Ain't gonna show yeah. big old black blur blur. Yeah, unfortunate. Unfortunately, um, but uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So yeah, Angle was the runner up, and then. Um, twenty seven Austin. Yeah, it was it, no, it was Angle and Austin, not Angle and Jericho. Uh, Jericho uh beat the Rock on O two Rumble. Um, he kept the uh, title, didn't he? Yeah, the he yeah, yeah, he, he, did. yeah he beat he beat the Rock at Rumble, then Austin the the month after. No way out. Which, um, yeah, which I would uh, dare to say, besides Orton Christian, I would dare to say that uh, Rock and Jericho. Probably had the best trouble. The the three matches: No Mercy, Rumble, and uh, Undisputed. Not Undisputed. What was that? Um, the Hammer. Um, uh, the the Undisputed title. Um, not talking with Jericho won it. Deadly Vengeance. 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 I, I dare to say those three matches some of the best ever. Yeah, Jericho. Rock Jericho. Yep. All right, uh, so we're about to run. We're running out of time, guys. We're gonna go at a time. Let's uh, jump on these headlines. I was trying to get all these uh, Royal Rumble questions out, but I'll just uh, I'll save I'll save some of them until uh, until next week. Um, I think we can do. 
I think we do one more. I think we have time for one more as we get into the headlines. Um, all right, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Who were the last two people Shawn Michaels eliminated at the 1995 and 1996 Royal Rumble matches? Or the last mm. two people that he eliminated at oh. 95 and 96? That's, That's the, a good one. That's a good one. That is the next question. That is a good one. Probably last question of the night for trivia. Who were the last two people Shawn Michaels eliminated at the 95 and 96 Royal Rumble matches? And if we got headlines, yeah, headlines are music. What y'all got, guys? What y'all got? As soon as we, as soon as we get this, uh, we'll spend the next ten minutes on headlines. Flavor of the week is supposed to be the. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> Feel the bang. Um, best intercontinental. Mania matches of all time was supposed to be the play of the week. I don't know if we'll have time for that, so maybe you guys can just shoot some stuff out there. Um, but y'all don't know, y'all don't know, y'all don't know. All right, I'm gonna give y'all so I'm gonna give y'all like 10 seconds. So the runner ups to the 1995 and 96 Royal Rumble, Antar said, Santu Crash Bulldog Hot. What are these? Nah, none of them uh, are correct. All right, I think this is the second one I stumped y'all with. Uh, no, Razor Ramon was not one of them. All right, here are the here here they are. The answer is 1995 British Bulldog, 1996 Diesel. Remember, he super kicked them out of the ring. Um, he kicked the shoulder. Yeah. Super kicked them. All right, let's uh, let's get into some headlines, man. We only got a few minutes left, so we got to zoom through these. So, without further ado, ladies, I mean, you know what time it is? Headlines. Here we go. All right, AJ Styles injured at the Royal Rumble. He may miss WrestleMania uh, 36. Uh, it was from a crazy spear spot. Uh, when Ed speared him, he tried to really sell it a lot, and he just kind of flipped over and just, boom, he just landed right on the shutter. So separated. Um, that usually doesn't require surgery. If it does, if it will require surgery for – if it does require surgery for AJ, might as well kiss WrestleMania goodbye. But I think he should be good. Uh, from what I heard, the original plan was AJ Edge Mania, and then they turned that over to Orton, uh, which makes sense too because yeah, uh, Orton just turned face, so uh, so so it's like <laughs> you turn face and then you turn heel again. It just all these face heel back and forth flops, just it's bad. It's terrible. Uh, it doesn't really call. It doesn't really make someone feel stable. So. Um, Hopefully AJ's back before Mania. I don't know where to put him. Um, maybe a triple threat, perhaps. Uh, I like the IC title, so like the US title, the title nobody cares about. Give it to AJ. Then champ, and then Nakamura's IC champ. So I don't even know where you'd put him though. Like yeah, it'd be no money in the bank. Do something. Like care about them titles. <laughs> Say something, Naka. 
Nakamura, I forgot Nakamura was IC champ. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's no. So I think he should be good. I think he should be good for a separate. If it's just a separated show, though, which is reported to be, I think uh, I shouldn't make yeah. him out too long. Hopefully not. All right. So Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle have a backstage altercation. Uh, so, so, oh, so from from what I think, um, Alex McCarthy at Talksport. I think he he was backstage and reported that uh, basically. Lesnar kind of pulled him aside. I think he, uh, from from what I heard, he pulled him aside and he said, uh, let me actually find out. Let's see. He grabbed his shoulder to get his attention and he said, kid, you might as well stop saying my name and tagging me in S because you and I will never work together ever. <laughs> so that's what he told Matt Riddle. Bro, <laughs> so for what I heard, uh, Riddle kept his composure about it, and um, he had no choice. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you uh, gonna do, that, Riddle? He did the same thing for 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 Lesnar for for Goldberg. He just kind of kept his composure. In a Goldberg video, he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. He was just kind of. He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Hey, bro, I'm not. Gonna <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't blame Goldberg, man. I'm like, bro, listen, I'm not your bro. You know, I, I get it. You know, he's just red old man. Like I said before, you came on the show. He's he's fun. His character is exciting. It's energetic. It's it's charismatic. But it's like, dude, calm down, man. You're already guaranteed. You're almost guaranteed. Like you're going to be a star in NXT at least because your character is so infectious. But it's like, man, don't. Yeah. Don't shoot yourself in the foot, man. Matthew Riddle, just, just stop. Just, yeah, just, just stop. I mean, you're calling out Goldberg. You're like the little engineer kid. You're calling out all these big giants. Goldberg, kind of rock of all people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not on their level. And you can say you can say what you want to say. I mean, it's a free country. But it's also about having tax or just knowing right. when to say something or not to. Especially when WWE is uh, uh, like watching every every move. Yeah, Uh, Samoa Joe suffers concussion on Raw. See, this is again mistimed, uh, mistimed injury. Just a terrible timing for Samoa Joe. That same thing happened to him a couple years back. Man, just man. You know, and 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 our our buddy, you know, Ken Anderson. I know you've had him on your show multiple times. I've interviewed him a few times. Some people just had an injury bug where I think that some people bodies just get his injury prone. Yeah. I mean, it is I mean, look at look at um Broman. Eric Broman was injury prone for a while. Yeah, Sasha Banks too. I heard Sasha, Sasha Banks uh, recently jo- got a concussion again too. Joe Joe jo made the debut against Rollins, but he got hurt. And he yeah, and he was hurt. Then he was hurt with his feet with Kofi. Yep. And then I met Joe before. Joe's a cool dude. He legit has a temper. But some people just, when he's older, like you, he didn't get the same thing. Yeah, it's getting worse too because I believe he's 40 now. He'll be 40. He didn't, 
Yes, I, I mean, I hope, I hope, I hope he does does well. I mean, I, I think Joe can be a lot bigger star than what he is in WWE. Just he doesn't fit the WWE mode. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like where they have him now in the the face spot with the ones. I like that, but yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I mean that. Uh, I mean, if he's not cleared, man, you know, it, it's another WrestleMania he's missed because of injury. So that's very sad. Good point, Brian. So here we go. Uh, easier to get concussions after you get the first one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Good morning, Brian. Um, all right, man. We ain't got enough time to talk about this, but we'll just talk about it a little bit, man. <laughs> <sighs> He's coming back. <laughs> He's coming back, man. Told you, man. He's coming back. No, 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 no. You said mania. I've said Saudi. Hey. Ben this, said Saudi. Yeah, said but this, this is the this is the John the Baptist to the Jesus Christ. This is <laughs> gonna pave the way, if you will, for the WrestleMania. <laughs> you didn't oh, you make it all the Saudi. You talked about this in New York at the Airbnb three o'clock in the morning, WrestleMania morning. <laughs> he was like, nah, bro, Saudi Arabia. I was like, all that's right. A, exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. I said Sting is going to compete in Saudi Arabia. I've been saying that. Like like you said, for since last year, I said he's not going to come back at Mania, but he's going to come back at Saudi. And there's just uh, saw it. Report, there's I, report that he's coming back. So I got friends that said the Saudi Prince probably keep naming old wrestlers because that's all he knows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, 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 who is he going to go against? I'm, look, I'm for it though. I'm for it if he wins the match. Here's he the deal. Win. Exactly. He better match. They have done such a poor job. They've done such a terrible job with booking Sting in the WWE, and he has to win this match. So who does he beat? That that is my thing. Who does Sting beat? Then Ziggler got beat up by Goldberg. Yeah, but it would be somebody on Raw. I'd imagine he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be going SmackDown. And don't have him talk. Can can we get back to this thing that don't talk? Just just point the bat. And, and that's what I liked about his WWE run for a lot, especially the Triple H, because he didn't hardly say anything. It was just those like vignettes that were just kind of like uh, no. teas and stuff like that. I'm cool oh, with the vignette if he doesn't talk. Cool. You know, what happened? Cole, Cole Cole said something I didn't think about. He said it has to be Triple H. Oh. What happened if it's kids? You know, Triple H got to have his, every Saudi match in Mania. Sting Triple H too. I hope not. Oh my gosh. No so, one really needs to carry Sting. Let me defend Sting real quick. Come on, man. Sting can go. Jericho can go. It's healthy. Elvis, love you, man. Love you. But you are the worst booker of the PFP Nation, man. You, I just, I cannot. I cannot do it, man. I get, get with you with your book. Wait, did he say Ricochet? Ricochet. I oh, can't. this match gonna be ugly. <laughs> Elvis, man, you the man. But your booking is just not. <laughs> it's not uh, <laughs> up to par when it comes to big shows. All right, real quick. Uh, let's think of let's think of an opponent for seeing who's on the Raw roster who's big enough. From the go against, um, Alistair Black. No, because he's 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 a he's a face. Oh, oh man, that was a face. big show. Um, 
Man, who's Question. Who, who's like the top heel on on Raw right now? Nationally, unless you do, yeah, I'd be cool with Sting Rollins again. I'll be cool with Sting Rollins. I mean, they probably won't have to. They, there's probably no no need to to defend the the tag team title at at Saudi. So I'll be cool with Sting Rollins. Elvis says Orton. I'd be see. I'd be super cool with Orton. See, okay, you're on my good graces again, uh, Randy. Uh, I'll be cool with Orton. The only thing is, he's way too heavy in this this feud with Edge now. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I think I'll be cool with Sting Seth. I think that's where I'm gonna land as far as where it should be. It should, it should hey, be hey, and Sting beat Seth, and then how do you build up the Sting against Taker? You don't, because there won't be one. <laughs> So what you do, what you do is you'll have a. Uh, I'd be cool with the tag team match of Mania with Sting and Taker together, because that would be their match. Because here's the thing, you, Sting will lose, and I keep saying this, Evan. Sting will lose the match at Mania, so that will oh. continue to that will continue to tarnish his WWE uh, 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 legacy or or tenure. He can lose the Taker. It's no big deal. Everybody else does. No. The fact is that he lost the Triple H as a pawn for the Rock, which didn't even happen. And that's exactly why he can't afford to lose another match. Simple as that. He can't afford Sting cannot afford to lose another match. He lost to Triple H and he lost to Seth Rollins. And he beat the big show, kind of, and then won a tag match on Raw. Nah. That that's not that that cannot happen. Sting can't afford to lose as much as they've tarnished his WWE career. He can't afford to lose another match, and I don't I don't want to see Sting take her. Plus, I don't want to see Sting lose at WrestleMania. Like, no, you, you haven't built him up strong enough for that. So last time we saw Sting do anything in the ring, he attacked. Actually, he's funny, Bo Dallas. He got death dropped by Bo Dallas on the Raw after. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I don't. I don't remember, but no, I don't want to. I know see you'll it. be watching uh, Super Showdown. Yeah, I will be. I like so. I like the Saudi events, so I enjoy them. All right, y'all. We got a row. Um, real quick, uh, let's do Flair of the Week. We really only have we're on we're overtime right now, so uh, <clears throat> let's do Flair of the Week for like two minutes. So we'll be back for the week. It is now time for the flavor of the week. All right, guys. Uh, what do you, what is your favorite uh, Intercontinental title match of all time in WrestleMania? Real quick. Mm. Yeah, what is yours? Uh, Antoine, I, you know, you're one of my favorite people on this show, but I will kick you out. I will kick you, I will boot you off. I will ban you for life for a comment like this. It's thing shouldn't matter. Yes, it should matter if he loses. What is going on with these crazy opinions? It should absolutely matter if he loses because a lot of the people in WWE don't know. Uh, like they they don't know the legacy. They know of Sting, but they don't know the legacy of Sting that he created in WCW. So I think that's kind of like what WWE's been doing, unfortunately. Right. Uh, so, and, and and that's, you just can't do that. Um, it absolutely should matter. It should always matter if someone loses. 
Um, ask you a question. <clears throat> Let's see this. Old school. Look here. Oh, that's a good one, Cole. Razor Rose HBK WrestleMania 10. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the goat right there. <clears throat> uh, Savage and Steamboat. Um, I'll be cool. With, I'll be cool with that. Sting and AJ. I'll be cool with that if he's if he's clear with that. Uh, then then he says Sting versus Punk. Elvis, you no, are good. No, no, no. You can't do that. No, no. <laughs> no way. All right, y'all. We got a roll, man. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. Uh, next week. Um, what's the flavor of the week next week? Somebody, somebody, pick it up. Somebody, uh, somebody, let me know. Michaels and Razor ladder match for the IC title. How, how about uh, this? Uh, yes, that was uh, WrestleMania but ten. It was what about? Uh, and then they did SummerSlam again. So yeah, I believe that was WrestleMania ten. What about that's WrestleMania opener? Opening matches. Mm-hmm. Okay. You gotta remember that. Best WrestleMania opening matches. Okay. I can dig it. I can dig it. Just gotta remind me of it. <clears throat> and uh we will do that. I gotta remind right. myself first. <laughs> yeah. Remind you. <laughs> right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure, guys. Uh Black Bart on the show. I really, really on it. it was uh amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh until next week, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless and always Shut remember. Up. What a time. I'll do it for you. Have a good night, everybody. God bless. Everybody. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.